right, everybody, what's going on? Welcome back to Elevate Your Standards with your host, as always, Derek Lauder. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Hope you guys are having a good start to your week. It's Tuesday, so hopefully yesterday you got off to a good start and you got killed the Monday. But as you guys know, we're only going to two episodes a week, so you'll hear me on Tuesday and then we'll have another one coming out Friday. On today's episode, guys, we're going to talk about adding value. Now, this is talked about a lot in business. It's talked about a lot in podcasts. It's a very popular thing that people are talking about in, uh, you know, trending in the world of motivation and stuff like that. But what does it really mean to add value? People say it a lot, but they don't really know what it means. And also, how does that affect the end result? And what can that get you in your life? The answer is literally anything. That's the key to anything you want in life. And I don't mean that from like a, you know, like a spiritual standpoint or like a cheesy motivational, you can have anything you want in your life. This is just simple facts. This is simple cause and effect. There's things that you want, whether it's a job opportunity, whether it's to work for somebody, whether it's a business deal, whether it's a new client, in order to get what you want, you're going to have to add enough value in their life that for some reason, they want to do whatever action you want them to take, whether that's work with you, whether that's buy your product, whether that's buy your service, whether that's going on a date with you, whatever it is to whatever person in your life, you're going to have to add enough value that they're willing to do whatever task you want and go out of their way to do what you want them to do. And so that really comes down to what adding value is. So we're going to break that down, how you can do it, how you can think outside the box to add value, how you can use, you know, little extra outside the box additions into deals to try to create value. And the key is to blow customers away, to blow people away in your life by giving them so much more value than they thought they were getting by whatever they were putting in. We're going to go through a couple like real world examples, business examples, and then also at the end, touch, touch on the opposite side of it and the lifetime value of a customer and what they can mean to you and the value they can give to you if you treat them right and you give them value over the course of your relationship with them from a business perspective. But this also goes for life, guys. This is literally for anything. So let's start just with, you've probably heard this analogy before for a lot of things, but let's start with it with a job opportunity, right? So if you're a CEO of a company, let's say a big company, you got a new position you're hiring, literally, you're, let's say you're the hiring manager, you're getting thousands of applications if you're a huge company, hundreds of applications if you're a small company or a mid-sized company with, with a very desirable role. So how are you going to pick the right person, right? More importantly, from the other side, as a candidate, how are you going to stand out? It, you know, it does come down to, like at this point, your cover letter or your resume or how you structure it because people are literally skimming, 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 skimming. So right away, I'm going to tell you that if there's something that you really want in life, the goal is going to be to be able to have a way where you can present what you can do. You can present the value that you can give. Now, is that a resume? Just just giving it to a random person in the hiring pool? Maybe. But maybe you have to show a little bit that you want it a little bit more. You know, find a way to get in touch with the hiring manager. They have emails and stuff like that. You know, you could go out of your way to try to find out how to get in touch with this person, you know, outside of just the regular process of submitting your application. Anyways, even if you just submit your resume, how are you going to structure your resume to show that you can actually add value to this company? Do you think it, it shows that you can add value in your first, you know, your, because the way that people structure resumes now, they have like their objective at the top. Your objective is to, get a sales position at this company, okay? And then your experience is you had college and then you worked at a restaurant and you had one year of sales at a, at a different company. It's like, good, you just blend in with everybody else, right? But let's say your objective is, my objective is to grow the bottom line of your company by X amount this year 
by doing this many sales in this region, okay, right away you're going to blow the hiring manager you know, out of the water because you're talking about what you can do for them. If they hire somebody who in the end in two years is blowing it, is just killing it, that looks good on them. They want to hire people that go in and just absolutely add so much value to the company, to the bosses, to the mid-level managers, if it's a small company, to the CEO and the owner, whatever it is, the person who hires, hiring is a really hard thing. How are you going to stand out in the resume so they even give you a chance? And then once you get your interview, you have to sell it. You have to sell the fact that you really think that you can add that much value to the company. Now let's go ahead and switch this to a different perspective from if you own a business like entrepreneur or small business or even a mid-sized business that's dealing with new customers and how you can add value and how that'll turn around and reciprocate in the long run by you know a million. Okay, so let's say that you are selling a product, you and you are business A and there's business B and you guys are selling the exact same product. Let's say you're selling vacuum cleaners, okay? So you're business A, you have a vacuum cleaner, I'm selling it for $250. And my business strategy is that I'm going to market on social media. I'm going to do paid ads. Everyone that comes in, I'm going to give them super good customer service. We're going to do have the best salespeople that can talk a mile a minute and say everything about the vacuum. And then all we're going to do is try to convince them that's the best vacuum in the world so we can get the sale at the moment. And hopefully they buy this vacuum. And then we don't really care after that. We're just trying to get the money. And if they like it, they don't. Now, on the other case, you have... Uh, store B over here, business B, whatever you want to call it. Now, not only are they offering you the vacuum for $250, but they're also saying, hey, if anything goes wrong to this vacuum for a year, bring it into us and we'll fix it. Actually, forget that for two years. Go ahead, bring it into us and we'll fix it for free. It doesn't matter. Also, if you have something that, you know, you have carpets that need to be cleaned, we'll give you a free carpet cleaning if you buy this vacuum as well. So you get one free carpet cleaning this year as, as well as two free years of wool fix your vacuum whenever you want. And by the way, when you come in our store, we're not going to just try to bombard you with salespeople. We're going to try to solve your problem. So you come in, you're like, yeah, I need this vacuum. We're not going to try to sell you the most expensive vacuum at all times. We're going to try to sell you just the vacuum that you actually need. And we're going to give you more than the other store would even give you. Okay, now you're adding a lot more value. And let's say, you know, you guys are both in business. You get 10 customers the first day. The 10 customers go the same amount of them buy a vacuum, five of them buy a vacuum at both places. And then they all meet up at the local bar that night and talk about, you know, they all went out to buy a vacuum, blah, blah, blah. Well, one of them is going to be like, yeah, I got the same vacuum, but this guy over here is going to fix my vacuum for two years and I'm getting my carpet clean next week for free. And when I was there, he didn't even try to upsell me on the most expensive vacuum. And then you got the people on the other side of the table that don't even want to tell their story anymore. Well, it doesn't matter because there's people at that table that didn't buy a vacuum yet. And the only story that they heard that was positive is the one about business B, right? Who added enough value to their customers. So that's just another perspective of why you always got to be adding just so much more value. Russell Brunson talks about if you're selling a product, you should you should value it at 10 times what you're selling it. It's that simple. So if you can't list out what's in your product and write out the value for 10 times what you're selling it as, then you need to add more value before you you can expect your customers to buy it. Because if you're selling a $50 product, you need to believe and you need to have enough stuff in it that's worth 500. And that's a simple fact because if you don't, then not only is it, if first of all, there's a couple of reasons for doing this. The first thing is that if you do that, it makes it easier for you to sell. For you to sell. A lot of people have a hard time with self-promotion or selling their products because they feel like cheesy salesmen. If your product, if you really believe it's worth $500 and you're selling it for 50, I mean, seriously, you're not going to have a hard time selling it. When you sell it to someone and they buy it, you're going to think that you're getting ripped off and that they're getting the deal. Well, you say that to enough people 
and all of a sudden your your course your product is selling times 10 what you thought it would and and you're not getting ripped off anymore you're excited that you spent the time to make it but you know that's not really the point but the second part is that once a customer does buy the product or you know listen to your podcast or whatever it is that you're asking them to do you create a lot of you create a sense of trust because you ask them to give you something and in return you gave them way more than they were even expecting and so then you create a sense of trust and, and the chances are that if they're looking to buy a product in the future they're willing to go to your company or go to you again because they know that they're not going to get ripped off they know that they're probably going to get more than they even expect you guys can probably all think of brands or people that you know us about it's like you ask them for something like you know let's say you, you take a good friend that you're like hey you know can you bring me coffee you know, I'm, I'm really sick. I'm in bed. Can you, I need this from the store. Can you bring me this? You know, one of them will bring the bare minimum late and the other one will get you coffee on the way, bring you this plus all these extras and they'll watch a movie with you as well. You know, you know what you're going to get from people. And it's the same way. I think that you guys probably all have businesses that you know that if you buy a product, it's going to be amazing, like above and beyond what you even, you know, think it's going to be just because of the fact that you've bought products before that have done that same thing or you got somebody in that business who helped you out a special way and so you know it's going to do that same thing so start thinking about the lifetime value guys i like to tell this to people all the time you know if you listen to the joe rogan podcast in lifetime value is you know this is a little bit of shift in value this is coming from a business perspective as well is let's say you give that value to the customer like we we're talking about business a business b you know why do you give that because that customer has lifetime value to spread to other people right and you got to start thinking about what can people do for you what do you want them to do over the course of the next 10 years not just today for your business so like i said the joe rogan example when people get on the joe rogan podcast they try to say the craziest things possible I, or maybe some of them do but anyways they try to make like the most intense points it's like it's like they're, it's their super bowl right and it really is because it's like you, it's your chance he's bigger than the news you're on the joe rogan's podcast it's your big chance to go but the problem is that that shouldn't really be your goal if you're on the joe rogan podcast your goal should be to become friends with joe rogan to connect with him on a personal level I mean, spend a little bit of time talking about what you came there for, but connect with Joe Rogan on a personal level. See if you guys are, are friends or a match because if the slight chance that you guys are friends, and don't don't get me wrong, don't waste your moment. You know, spend the time to self-promote what you're there for, but don't go off the rails and be sweating. If there's an off chance that he likes you and he wants to invite you back onto the podcast, now you've made a lifetime value, you know, of your of your appearance there because you you did well and there's a lot of guests he has over and over and it's not just because it's people that artificially are, are like oh joe you're the best it's people that are interesting it's people that got on there and they weren't just trying to you know sell their product or toot their horn they were they were being genuine they were being honest and they were trying to put on a good podcast people that joe found interesting as well so that's a good example guys always think about the lifetime value it's not just about today it's about how can you parlay this into in 10 years an awesome amount of success and do it in a genuine way by actually helping and serving people and getting that in return so thanks for listening guys hopefully it started your week off pretty well um listen on friday again we're gonna have a good episode and then like i said next monday i'm gonna be done with the discipline boot camp i've been doing the discipline boot camp for a little bit here september's been a little bit rough because september always comes with a slide for me but i've been staying on the boot camp haven't missed a day Today is day 29. When you guys hear this, it'll be day 30. And on top of that, I got five more days. Next Monday, I'll do a, a little podcast about it because I'm finishing up. And that'll be it, guys. So I appreciate you tuning in. Elevate your standards and have a good week. <laughs>